0: Hello all, welcome to another episode of the Straycast. Feels great to be back for a new season and we have a lot of stuff planned. You may have heard our recent episode with Fabrizio Romano and we, we do plan to have on special guests like that this season to bring you valuable insight on all things Manchester United. Former academy graduate Daniel Nardiello will be joining me on the Straycast this season along with the occasional appearance from Jonathan Strager who most of you will know from his intellectual takes on Twitter and transfer gossip. Next week, we will preview in the opening game of the season against Leeds United. But for the next while or so, I'm going to talk a bit about expectations. The expectations on Solskjaer for the coming season, you know, a lot of people have been getting in touch since the the end of last season about how how things finished, how United fell in Gdansk and, and, and didn't end up winning the trophy. And it was something that... That I think we, we spoke about a lot in the podcast because we expected to win the Europa League and, and that didn't work out and and those of you listening to the show will be well aware that I'm a big fan of Solskjaer and the work he's done to date and it, it, it's not just on the first team I, I, I've done a recent podcast with the Weekly Armchair and speaking about the sign of Eat Nennis and how the emphasis at Manchester United has switched a little bit and they're taking the academy and, and recruiting at that level far more serious. Because Solskjaer, as a as a previous U-team manager, knows the significance of having a constant flow into that first team. You know, you need that at this level to compete. And especially nowadays, with Brexit, Manchester United can't necessarily go to Spain and France and countries like they used to and get these young kids in. That's not allowed anymore. So Manchester United are looking at homegrown talent and they need to ensure that they find the best the best players. The Athletic have ran a piece in the past week suggesting that Manchester United are, are putting more emphasis on, on the London region and they've hired a former Academy scout from Man City. So they're putting the work in to get the best young players and I think that, that's only a positive. I won't lie either. Look I'm a big soldier, defender, but I won't lie. Gdansk absolutely floored me. Um for the for a second rate competition it was an almighty blow to take. A lot led up to that final, a good Premier League campaign, and then we just lacked that trophy and we're we seen when we got we got Real, in the final and in the earlier stages after crashing out of the Champions League there was no one in the competition that I feared. And tactically they they wrote us. Um, we didn't have an answer for it. There were a lot of players didn't show up. We were missing, of course, Harry Maguire, a leader who who went on to have a, a brilliant summer with England. Um, and it's great to see him back training. There's a brilliant bit of footage on on the club's TikTok, um, which we show we put up on the blog. And a refusal to lose from Harry Maguire playing foot tennis and showing his body on the line. And of course, it's only it's only a laugh, bud but they are the kind of things you want to see and he got a bit of criticism last season, especially on this podcast. Mike, my my, my other co-host, wasn't a particularly big fan of Harry Maguire, and I think he, he deserved some of the criticism that he got. Looking at the this campaign, he's he's gonna come into it on the back of a good Euros with a new defensive partner in Rafael Varane. It's largely positive, largely positive, and I think um, that that's what I wanna speak about with the expectations for this season because we have strengthened, there's, there's no denying that. A lot settles on how much I want this man to win a trophy. He's done more good than bad for this club as manager. And you can't say the same about David Moyes, Louis Van Gaal, or even Jose Mourinho, who we know Van Gaal and Mourinho won trophies. Um, and a lot of people are kind of nitpicking at Solskjaer's lack of. But if you can see the bigger picture of what has been built, and finally... A team that needs a bit of bit of adjusting, but it's it's much more functional than it has been under previous managers. We can see a sense of direction, at least. Um, what what I'm trying to say is this feels different. But if we have nothing to show for it uh, after another year, yeah, questions are definitely going to be asked. Does Ollie have the tools to compete? Close, I think, really close. But it feels uh, p- premature to say just yet. With some time left in the transfer window, how much damage Manchester United can do in the Premier League this season? We look at City, who a few months ago Pep Guardiola was talking about how they didn't need to spend £100 million on a player to compete. That they've never spent that kind of money. Well, they've apparently bidded that amount for Jack Grealish. And, and I'm told that he will earn n- near to £100 million over the course of five years at the club. You know, so they're infesting massive money, and would they be doing that if Manchester United weren't um, spending so well this summer? You know, we didn't really push them for the title last season, but do they feel now that we're in a position to do so? Um, they want Harry Kane too, apparently, and after losing Sergio Aguero, they're going to need to source gold somewhere. I want to read a section of an article which we published titled, The So Sharp Project." written by Matthew Henderson who I know will be listening to this and I feel after reading some of the replies to the piece that I must state the article is not an ollie in or ollie out one sided take Matt takes a look at things a real look at how they are with are clearly trying to build something and, and you have to admit that the club has done well this summer to get in the players that it has and it's now a matter of how quickly the manager can get these things to gel when the season starts. So Matt, Matt's article starts with, Put aside your opinions on Solskjaer for a moment. Forget why you support him. Forget why you don't think he is the right man for the job. Ignore the tactical deficiencies, the poor substitutions and the big wins against the likes of Man City and PSG. Whatever you think, I believe only got a social, winning an extension to his tenure can only be a good thing for Manchester United's future endeavours. And it goes beyond whatever he has, or will in the future, achieved. It continues. People like Louis van Gaal are more old school. Jose Mourinho appears more authoritarian. And David Mides perhaps tried too hard to be strict and impose himself. Then there's the crossover of players from each regime, and the difficulties in, in the required turnover, as the not quite good enough are shipped out for the fancied as each departs. the man taking the mantle has issues to correct it's a recipe for disaster. The constant change and simply repeats the cycle, and there's no time for settling and consistency and no project to put forward to prospective sign-ins. So stability and long-term backing of the manager can only be a good thing. And this is where Soldier comes in and the ignorance of what's happened on the pitch is paramount. Rafael Varane is the best example you could wish for to prove this point. He doesn't want to join a side like Arsenal where a trophy has been won more recently than at United as they flatter to deceive at times. He wants to join a project, outside looking at sustained success rather than a flash-in-the-pan FA Cup every three years. The assurance only comes when there is evidence to back it up and clear progress to show an upward trajectory. This isn't to say trophies don't matter, but sometimes you have to lose to win. I mean, we all know, United fans, that we need to be patient. You no. Know, The question next year could become how patient, I know that. But I feel from looking at what's posted on social media and from seeing the kind of videos that pop up in our feeds from people in basements that that never, ever bother to go to Old Trafford. And it's constant negativity towards the manager. It's constant, he needs to be sacked. He's not the right man for the job. And... But looking at it, he's not going to be sacked right now. The club are not going to sack him right now. The season's about to start. So they're going to start on a positive. we have done good business. And, we, and we, have to, we have to move on. We have to move on and hope that this is the right project that the club is financially back in this summer. Because in previous summers, you could definitely make an argument that the club was not financially back in the project. Not significantly enough. And I'm going back to Jose Mourinho because if you compare Man-, Man City and a club that was going to win Premier League titles, they were way, way outspending Manchester United, alone on fullbacks. And then having, having the guts to look at a sign a year later and say he didn't work out, so we'll go out sign a new goalkeeper and give the manager multi millions to do so. You know, Pep Guardiola has always had the back-end at Man City. And it hasn't always been the case that the managers had that at Manchester United. Because, well, the fans' protests at the end of last season have a lot to answer for. Um, And we'll talk a bit about that again in a moment. But Matt finishes the article with, Sacking another manager simply means starting this process all over again an operational standard that works at manufacture clubs like chelsea and man city but one that has been proven time and again to fall flat in its arse at manchester united due to the club's traditions and dna this isn't a case of ollie in or ollie out but one for manager in build for success and that's the clear message it's a clear message you look at this this, this summer and people that used to claim that the top players wouldn't come to Manchester United because Solskjaer wasn't an attractive asset and as a manager they would rather play under different coaches. Those people have a bit to answer for now because I think looking at what Solskjaer has done, clearly Rafael Varane has spoken to people about Manchester United and has liked what he's heard. He's made it very clear to Real Madrid that he didn't want to move to any other club Manchester United. He wanted to experience the Premier League, something he previously had the opportunity to do, but he passed up on it. You know, it wouldn't be too dissimilar to to many French young players that when they get a phone call from Zinedine Zidane to come and join Real Madrid. Not many are going to say no. Not many are going to say no. So now he's at he has has the opportunity to have a career at Manchester United. He's looked up to players in the past like Rio Ferdinand and now it's a reality for him. And I, I can't wait to see him started. But Matt's article, you can read it in full at StrettyNews.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our completely ad-free Stretty Newsletter which goes out weekly. Simply sign up at Stretty.substack.com forward slash welcome. This is the best new way to support what we are doing at Stretty News, and it's ad-free, so there's an option where you can subscribe and become a paid subscriber, or you can read it for free. It's completely up to you, but it's the best way to support what we are doing at Straightenews.com. I don't think people expected Sancho and Vran this summer, and like I said previously, we can thank the protest for that. Old Trafford, and as a matter of fact, has had a splash of paint, and I'm not sure if they've Fix the roof in crisis where the rain pours in and and drenches people beneath but protests seem to be making some movement and it's all the reason to plan more protests I feel and keep the pressure on the Glazers if you ask me but anyway I don't think we have many weaknesses going into the new season and that's a big plus it's not something you would have said last 12 months ago the defense is sorted the midfield could do with some work but with the new formation being promised that bodes well for the new season. I, I People don't want to see McTominay and Fred partnered in the centre. And there's talk from several outlets that Solskjaer will be implementing a more 4-3-3 formation going forward. As for up front, you know, it's a department that we are not in any way lacking in. We're maybe shy of a backup striker or two, but who knows with Anthony Alanga if his, if his future... This year will be at Manchester United or maybe he'll get a loan to a championship or a lower Premier League side. I do apologise for the dog barking in the background. It's the neighbour's dog, so it's out of my control. My dog is well-behaved, thankfully. So all of this stuff heading into the new season, it, it fills me with optimism. It does, and I think that's healthy for a football fan going into a new campaign. There's been too many seasons in recent years where I haven't felt like this and I haven't felt that we had any chance whatsoever and that was 12 months ago as well I I just hope for that, a bit better finish than the previous season which was third place and we got that it's only I think fair of a Manchester United fan to when you finish second the next season you want to go and win yeah. it and I know Man City and a lot of people talk about how, how good they are and well tuned and they reached the Champions League final as well last season but But we have have to make ground. We have to make ground. We have to make a difference. We have to knock them off the top. And I think they've made the signings this summer, which I'm really happy with. I would be hopeful that the Kieran Trippier deal gets done as well. I would be hopeful that they could sign a midfielder, although their main target, Declan Rice, appears to be priced out of a move out of West Ham. And I know, look, I want to finish up now shortly. It's a quick podcast. Because we get into the proper swing of things next week with a with a preview for the the Leeds game. There's a lot of people as we do reach into this new campaign who want the manager sacked, and there's those who are waiting for him to be sacked. But how can with the with the, with the arrivals of Varane and Sancho, how can they not cheer you up? Surely there's something that kind of gives you a, a bit of boost, even if it's false hope. I don't know, but every, most United fans I'm speaking to have. A bit of a glimmer in the right at the moment, thinking about the prospects of the new campaign. And and, and these people are, you know, they they, they they talk like just like I do, and the guests we have on the podcast are passionately about the club. And they want to see, they're not, not naive to the fact that in recent years we've been way, way off, off the top. Way off the top. Even when we were coming second, we're still, it's a big gap between us, second and first. That can't be the case next season our away form last year was was unbelievable it was freak I can't see that repeating but we need to improve our home form we need to start winning most of our home games and I've no doubt in my mind with the fans back at Old Trafford that we finished the campaign with a better home record and that should bring us closer to City in terms of challenging for the title but like I said previously in a podcast that we need to start the campaign strongly we started last season poorly and you don't want to be part of that chase and pack you want to start with a win over Leeds, which would be a boost big boost in the dressing room that would be lift everyone and good introduction to english football for Varane if he can pass his medical in time I know I understand now that he has to Quarantine when he arrives in the UK so that could slow things up and he might not get in a a final pre-season game which is this weekend against Everton we'll be covering that on StrattyNews.com as well we'll see how things shape up ahead of that Leeds game we'll have more of an idea next week when we start recording I don't know who will be on the podcast yet I'll send a quick message to Daniel Nardiello and see if we can get his first appearance of the season on but um, thanks for listening, and another special mention to that Straighty Newsletter. Like I said, it's the best way to support what we're doing at Straighty News. And I have a link in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, ACast, or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe there too. Thanks for listening, and hopefully the expectations don't crush Solskjaer this season, and you can give us something to cheer about in May. Sports Social Podcast Network.